Welcome to Victorious Living. We know this then, that whatever tempts us, then that is something the devil is trying to get us to bite into. But he said, there has no temptation taken you, but such as is common. It's, 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 uh, it, it's just there. It's common to man, but God is faithful who will not suffer, which is the word for allow, who will not allow you to be tempted above that which you're able. How can God say that? Because he said, Jesus said, I'm gonna pray to the Father, and he's gonna send you another comforter, and he's gonna send you another helper, and he's not gonna leave you, and he's gonna be on the inside of you, and he's gonna be there forever. He's our helper. Welcome to Victorious Living with Pastor Charles Cowan. Today, Pastor Cowan shares with us why we need a helper. We invite you to stay tuned to today's program. If you can't, we invite you to visit our website at victoriousliving.org. There you'll find other audio and video resources to help you in your Christian walk. And now here's Pastor Cowan as he shares why we need a helper. So the Lord is my helper, and I boldly declare that, that God is my helper and that, I, that he will not leave me, he will not forsake me, and I can boldly declare and say, the Lord is my helper, and whatever a person thinks about you, that's between them and whomever. Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. So what are we to think? We're to think who we are. We're, our thought processes are to run along the lines of what, who God has made us. I am a new creature. I am an overcomer. I am healed. I am whole. I'm well. I'm prosperous. All of the things that God has promised, you can boldly declare that God has promised it to you. My faith then is the net through which I capture those things. My faith. Well, I don't have any faith. Well, you ain't got that. You ain't got the other either. You know, if you don't have faith, without faith, it's impossible. It's impossible to please God because that is the exchange. God's promises and my receiving, the exchange is faith, just like the money. That's the exchange that you use to get your groceries and or whatever and so forth. So the way of escape or, or our exit from the purpose of temptation, let's look at temptation just for, maybe I'm getting ahead of myself here, I think I am. Let me go, let me back up just a little bit. Go back to John's, back to, turn back to John's gospel, the 14th chapter. And I got a, I got a whole page ahead of myself there. The, the contentment, let me say it that way. The contentment that, that the Bible speaks of here is because we are leaning on the help of our helper so that we boldly say every day, the Lord is my helper. When we buy something that requires assembly, have you ever bought in something that says, that, you know, assembly required? Parts, you got, got all these parts, you shake them out of the box, you know, and they're just scattered everywhere. Uh, I told you about the time I got Brian and Bruce, a swing set. And when I got done, I had a whole lot of parts left over. I really did. That's a true story. Had a lot of parts left over. I'll tell you something else while Brian's here in my presence. This, this, you know, the big bar across the swing sets, you know, they got little things that goes in the end of those things to keep. Well, I failed to put the little cap inside there. 
So they're playing out there. I don't know what Brian's trying to do, kiss a wasp. I don't know what he was doing. But a wasp had got up in that, in that and built a nest. Brian's, Brian's up there. Now you correct me if I'm wrong. Brian, y'all climbing around on it and you stand there and you put your mouth up right there up in that oak. 452 wasps. Well, I don't know if it's, probably wasn't that much, was it? But anyway, the point is that they came out of there and stung him. And uh, I rolled his lips all the way up on the top of his head. I'm telling you, he, you know, I didn't get a picture, but I wish I had. <laughs> now, John, you interrupted me. Where was I at? Okay. So John 14, 15, and 16 says, if you love me, and those he used a little, little word, if you love me, keep my commandments. If you love me, that's a pretty stout statement. If you love me, keep my commandments. And I will pray the Father, and we talked about this, and he shall give you another comforter, which comforter is I'll give you someone, he'll the Father will give you someone just like me. Jesus is saying, I will, the Father will give you someone just like me. And that's the Holy Spirit that's on the inside of us. So, he, and he has said, I'm not, never going to leave you, never forsake you. So the same Jesus that walked the shores of Galilee, that did the miracles and all the things that he did, guess where he lives? He lives in you. He lives in us. He li lives in us. And so the fullness of the meaning of a comforter, he will give you another comforter or give you someone just like me. The, the meaning of the, uh, of the comforter or the fullness of the meaning of a comforter is to be a helper, to be an aid. And this comforter takes the place of Jesus in the earth because Jesus, he, uh, because he's another helper just like Jesus and Jesus, as we know, is in heaven doing the work of our high, as our high priest. 1 Corinthians chapter 10 and verse 13, let me just share with you a little bit on this. Uh, 1 Corinthians 10, 13, there has no temptation. Have you ever been tempted in any kind of way? We all have, whatever it might be, different things for different people. But there, there has no temptation taken you, but such as is common to man. In other words, temptations is something that every person is acquainted with. But God is faithful who will not suffer, who will not allow you to be tempted above that, that you're able. How can he say that? Because you've got the helper on the inside. But will with the temptation also make a way to escape that you may be able to bear it. The way of escape or exit from the purpose of temptation, God never uses temptations to do evil for he is never tempted to do evil, hurt or harm. Neither is he tempted to do evil or hurt or harm to his people. So that gets back to this. Well, you know, God gave me that. God made me sick. God gave me this. God took everything I had. You know, all those common little phrases that you hear. No, that didn't. We've, we've learned and aren't we glad we've learned that God is not like that. And he didn't say that. He said there has no temptation uh, taken you, but such is common. Among, but it's common to man, but God is faithful who will not suffer or allow 
you to be tempted above that which you are able. The Holy Spirit is my helper who enables me to overcome the temptations that I may encounter in life. And so sometimes, you know, the devil will say to Christians, well, why don't you just quit? Well, you, you know, you spend a lot of time going to church. Why don't you just quit? That's a, that is a temptation. Or maybe it's a Big Mac. On the way home from work. It could be anything. It could be anything. And so we know this then that whatever tempts us, then that is something the devil is trying to get us to bite into. But he said, there has no temptation taken you, but such as is common. It's, 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 uh, it, it's just there. It's common to man, but God is faithful who will not suffer, which is the word for allow, who will not allow you to be tempted above that which you're able. How can God say that? Because he said, Jesus said, I'm going to pray to the Father and he's going to send you another comforter and he's going to send you another helper and he's not going to leave you and he's going to be on the inside of you and he's going to be there forever. He's our helper. He helps us in every situation and circumstance of life. Amen. Yes, he does. He's great. So we understand, we must understand that we have a helper and when the temptations come to act outside of the will of God, the helper is there to aid and give divine strength for me to stay in the will of God. So what does it mean? It simply means if I'm not in tune with the, the helper, the Holy Spirit within me, my own human mind could lead me in a direction that I don't need to go in or to do something that I should not do. So he's our helper. And so let us not forget that a helper does not do it for us. He works with our efforts to conform to the will of God. So a lot of times I think people could, you know, just say, well, I prayed and left it with the Lord. Well, no, the Lord works with you. He works with us. We work with him. And so it is not all left up to God. It is left up to my obedience. It is left up to my heart how I follow him. It's left up, we're working together. And so the Holy Spirit doesn't do it by himself. Uh, he works with our efforts that we put forward. He's our helper. He works with our efforts. So I have to zero in. What is it then that I do that, the, that I need the help of the Holy Spirit to continue to do? Then we're working together. We're working together. He'll show himself faithful. So let us not forget that a helper doesn't do it all for us. He works with our efforts to conform to the will of God. Amen. Now, let me go to 1 Peter real quick. 1 Peter chapter 5, verse 89. Look what it says. You know, you got a lot of scriptures that goes along with helper, but we'll, we'll look at a few here. 1 Peter chapter 5, 8 and 9. Be sober, be vigilant, because your adversary, the devil, as a roaring lion, Walks about seeking whom he may devour. His, the, he seeks about doing his, what he does. Seeking whom he may devour. Whom resist steadfast, which is the, which is the mean of stand firm and unyielding. Whom resist steadfast in the faith or 
in the faithful lifestyle, knowing that the same afflictions or same temptations are things that we are going through are accomplished in your brethren that are in the world. So what's he saying to us there? He's saying, you ain't the first one that's ever dealt with this. Sometimes people may think that. I don't know that you ever have or not. I don't know. But, you know, I have heard people say that, boy, if the Lord just knew what I was going through, he knew it before you ever got in it. And uh, that's why he gives us instructions of how to keep Satan out of it. So he said, be sober, be vigilant because your adversary, the devil, you know, wouldn't it be, wouldn't it be bad if, if God is bringing on us something that the adversary is responsible for? In other words, if God's making you sick, diseased, poverty, and all the, all the things that we could say that the devil has imposed upon us, if God is turning around and imposing the same thing upon us, then him and the devil is working hand in hand. But that's not true. That's not true at all. Well, to shout about that for sure. Be sober, be vigilant because your adversary, the devil is a roaring lion, walks about seeking whom he may devour. God is not a devourer. It's our hope that today's message, Why We Need a Helper, has ministered to you. We invite you to come visit us at our website, victoriousliving.org. There you'll find audio of today's sermon and different resources and materials that can help you in your Christian walk. If you would like to request a free CD copy of today's message, you can do that by calling 1-800-842-7896. Again, that number, 1-800-842-7896. If you would like to receive a free CD copy of today's message, please request Offer 22. Today's special offer is 22. From Pastor Cowan and the congregation of Faith is the Victory Church, we'll be looking for you next time on Victorious Living.